This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Sam is broken, Dean's all whack. This whole protocol du jour thing is really creeping my cheese. Please bring fun cast back. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, and we are back for more great Season 7. Chris, we're on Season 7, Episode 14, and I'm kind of, like, really into this season. Like, this is this is no Season 5, but it is certainly no Season 6, either. No, uh, Season 7 has come back in a strong way. Uh, I Even though this is the middle of the season where episodes get kind of weak, it's, you know, they're, they're padding out the episode count important stuff happens at the beginning and the end we know this mm-hmm. but like these are entertaining episodes this is this is pretty good stuff so far and as much as i've complained about the leviathans i mean like at least it's a coherent moving story you know not yeah. moving it's moving forward like it, it's it's there they, they mentioned hunting down dick roman and like you said this ain't no stop in the apocalypse but like i'm here for it. it's I'm, I'm i'm doing all right with this yeah compared to season six like uh like who's the villain in this episode kind of like who's the big bad yeah. this season kind of question mark the mother of all remember her uh no i don't i've blacked all of those memories jefferson out. starships remember those nope, things nope don't have no idea what you're talking about uh papa campbell oh my god stop it i don't like any of this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this has been just one solid villain and then like some some monster of the week episodes in the middle uh is is just kind of working for me. I'm kind of digging this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How how are you doing, Chris? Is everything going okay for you this week? Brother, we are getting hit with a heat wave right now, and I swear to God, two weeks ago I was telling you that it was snowing while we were recording the podcast. That's, so I don't know what's going on. That is true. I remember I distinctly remember that because it was cold as hell here. And I was like, Yeah, that's this is really weird weather. And um we don't it's not gotten to like Louisiana summer yet, but it's 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 heading mm-hmm. that way. Like it's it's been in the seventies and eighties here, which is which is very warm. It feels like Sam, I mean, uh Lilith just broke the sixty six seals mm-hmm. and uh we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys getting any tidal waves over there or uh, any, uh like, not yet but it did it's rain, only day one but it did rain frogs <laughs> it did we did get we did, weird it was totally crazy but, but uh we did it did rain frogs so we'll see how we'll see how it goes <laughs> Well, before we get into the main episode let's thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash sponsor of the week uh Going over to that patron, excuse me, that Patreon uh, allows you to get cool new benefits like access to episodes early, um, cool art in the mail, and all sorts of cool stuff. And uh, if you are wanting to conversate with us about Supernatural on a regular basis, it gets you access to the Discord. Even like the lowest $1 tier gets you access to the Discord. And we very much appreciate any and all of the support. Uh, the Discord yes, has become a, a very cool place for people to live blog the episodes as they watch them, yeah. <laughs> uh, which has been a lot of fun for me. So, yeah, especially because yeah, we have some, always, some new viewers in there. It's it's really great seeing everybody's reactions for the first time as they go through without context, too, which is great because we're all able to figure out what they're talking about somehow. Mm-hmm. Very fun stuff. Um, so thank you all for that if you're currently donating and um, definitely consider it if you aren't. Chris. Can you catch us up with the things that have been happening in season seven so far? Yeah. Uh, last time with Supernatural, we learned that uh, Bobby is dead. Uh, Sam is afraid of clowns. Dean <laughs> is afraid of flying. And the Leviathans are freaking everywhere. Uh, also, according to Kronos, the throwaway god of time, the boys are about to drown in thick, black, uh, sticky goo. Also, um, 
Bobby is is he a ghost? We Bobby could potentially be a ghost. He's he's drinking beer. He's hanging out. Maybe tossing papers around. We we have no way of knowing. That's a significant possibility that Bobby may be a ghost, which I'm very here for. The uh the episode we're going to cover today is season seven, episode fourteen, called "Plucky Penny Whistles: Magical Menagerie." It was written by Andrew Dab and Daniel Lawson, what I like to call the dynamic duo of supernatural writers. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah that's sure. It's definitely not the first time I've said that out loud. Uh, it was directed <laughs> by Mike Roll, and it was aired on February tenth of two thousand and twelve. Clowns, unicorn, unicorns, and sharks. Oh my! Sam is forced to confront a childhood fear when a case takes him and Dean to Kansas to investigate. Plucky Penny Whistles Magical Menagerie, a local pizza chain that hosts children's birthday parties. Sam and Dean discovered that the victim's children had recently been to the restaurant, and this is very like awkwardly worded. Sam and Dean discovered that the victim's <laughs> children have had recently been to the restaurant and drawn a picture of their worst fear, which then came to life to kill their parent. While Dean confronts the man behind the magic, so <laughs> Sam is left to deal with some very angry clowns. Um yeah, uh, this is a pretty solid episode. I was surprised. Uh, this this is very much like a comedy episode, like with a pretty good mm-hmm. like monster kill at the end, um, or not a monster kill at the end, but like it's a pretty good ep- like a good monster of the week episode. Um, but I was surprised when I was talking about this in the Discord. Someone mentioned that this one, this episode regularly pops up on like worst of list. That's I guarantee is because uh, people don't like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that Sam gets the. Sam gets his ass beaten throughout this episode. So if you don't like Sam, yeah, I don't know. I like this episode quite a lot. I think it's really funny. Um, like the plot itself is like incredibly stupid, mm-hmm. but this feels like it's it's. I mean, it's not the French mistake or, or changing channels, but this seems like it's season seven's comedy episode almost. Uh, I don't know if we get another one this season. I, I really don't remember the second half of season seven, but this this is clearly all supposed to be funny even the premise of these like monsters coming to like it's all stupid and it's supposed to be stupid and so maybe people aren't perceiving it that way and then they're saying this is really stupid they failed on this one but in, in my eyes it just seems like they they made it dumb on purpose just to have the boys in ridiculous situations talking about ridiculous things yeah, I, um, I'm kind of looking through the the future episodes we we have and I don't really none of them stick out to me as a um uh comedy episode like they just seem kind of like monster of the week episodes although we do get some yeah we do get some 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 pretty hefty episodes so like this to me would be like the comedy episode of the season uh i i i I like this i um i don't necessarily like the framing device that we have to deal with so like throughout this we're going to get a a kind of splash screen uh and it's going to be like and then we're going to go through a thing and it's like 60 hours earlier and then we're going to go do some more stuff and then it's like 27 hours earlier and i'm like well i don't i mean what (laughs) Yeah, I don't like I don't because the thing they're showing that's quote unquote in the future is literally just Sam getting beat up by clowns. Yeah, like, that's um, it. unless that's just supposed to be like a joke, like them doing this intense countdown, but it's just Sam getting his ass kicked. Um, I don't know. And correct me if I'm wrong, but like the, the TV show 24 that did this like kind of like, you know, gimmick of having the clock count down through multiple screens mm-hmm. or whatever. Like that was way before 2012, right? Like that was, that was in 2000. It had to be in like 2002 or something. Yeah, right? it was, that was 1975, I think. Oh Jesus. Um, okay. Wow. So I, it's, 
It's my lost year. <laughs> yeah, thing, no, it, it had been a while. It's definitely not a relevant reference, at least. Stephen, um, King, Stephen King has cocaine years, and I just have lost years. Where I yeah. Don't, I just don't <laughs> remember 1962 to 1998. It's just gone. I don't remember any of it. I don't even count <laughs> well, them when I get out at my age. <laughs> 24 was on. <laughs> Kiefer came back, y'all. He's not just a lost boy anymore. Um, so we get to our then, uh, which is basically just reminding us that uh, Dean is super sad, that he fucked a monster, and that Sam hates clowns. And then we immediately go into our now screen. Uh, at, well, not immediately, because we go to this like supernatural splash screen that has kind of like a little clown like theme to it like it spits out like yeah, not just like a little a normal le- splash yeah yeah uh very cool i like when they change the little splash screen a lot that's 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 a lot of fun for me uh um so yeah after that cold open of him running from the clowns and saying if it bleeds you can kill it it's a line that gets repeated a lot here uh we are we get a shot of the boys kind of standing outside near a payphone and just listener jeremy uh this scene of sam is pretty much what i use for like all of the podcast art it's all taken from this because <laughs> it's he Behind makes the scenes he, he makes a, yeah he makes a huge range of emotions in this scene so i could just <laughs> take it for like every and you get his head from multiple angles so i just have a ton of screenshots of that scene that's what i've been using for like like over a year now for a ton of the podcast art all from this episode that's really fantastic uh <laughs> So they're there next to this payphone, which starts ringing. Dean answers it, and it's Frank, um, because Frank is, you know, a a weird conspiracy theorist, paranoid, delusional. So of course he has, you know, drop phones and or drop locations and payphones, kind of kind of stylings. Uh, yeah. Dean's not real happy with this because uh, he says like, "Hey, I'm just getting the clap holding this phone because payphones are disgusting." <laughs> and um, Frank also comes bearing the news that uh, Fred Savage is now a Leviathan. Yeah, just a little tidbit for you. Just sprinkle something in there. Um, basically, he's got uh, to to quote Sam. He's got dick on dick. He's yeah. got no information. So the boys are kind of not forced, but is Sam has kind of created this pattern of like, hey, while while you're doing that, I'm gonna just keep picking up jobs and and keep working a case because you know we got 23 episodes this season. We got to do something, brother. Um, and Dean is, is okay with this, but he has some new rules: uh, no babies, no baby mamas, no bars, no drinks, and no hot chicks of any kind. He has been yeah. uh, shake family from the last I, episode yeah. where he he had a daughter and then Sam had to shoot his daughter, which seems yeah. like. I mean, I, I know he only had the daughter for like a day, but still seems like he should be shake more shake family than he is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there was just a lot to unpack there, but in typical Dean style, they're just not going to unpack it. Sure. And I, just, I just right down the well <laughs> on, uh, on one hand, I appreciate that they brought it up, that it wasn't just contained in that one episode that like, at least they had the good graces to say no sign of the Amazons. I guess they're just gone. Yeah, and we, that's it. We don't have to worry about those women that kill like eight to ten guys <laughs> in a city every two two years. Not our problem. So as much as as much as they're still gonna sweep them under the rug, at least <laughs> at least they brought them up a second time. A second time, time absolutely. Um they uh they go to uh, Wichita, Kansas, and they are looking at a body and uh by from the looks at it looks of it, this this body has been just just 
just sucked upon. Like it's just, it's just had covered with these enormous hickey looking bruises. And, uh, the coroner says like, Hey, this is definitely from a, a, a giant Pacific ocean octopus, which don't ex- really yeah. exist here. So this is kind of weird. Um, yeah. Homie got suckled to death. Homie got suckled to death. The only difference is that there's homie a- got sucked, but it's spelled S U C C E D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> TFW octopus suck you is what we're, what we're looking at right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the- somebody calls it, I don't remember who <laughs> calls it a freak fetish attack. Cause they're like, there's no way that this could really be a giant octopus. Like, this has to be, like, a person who did this. Yeah, the coroners, I think, imply some some weird shit's going on. Uh, they also see a bite mark kind of, like, below the ear, which is kind of weird because I don't think that ever comes up again in this episode, but whatever. Um, this episode uh, yeah, is also kind of full of plot holes, by the way. <laughs> we can, this we can episode talk doesn't it. make it. Maybe that's why it, it counts on the list of bad episodes, because as much as it's extremely entertaining, the, the hunt and the case in this situation doesn't make any any goddamn sense whatsoever so yeah they they're thinking maybe hey maybe it was a vampire because he had this crazy you know kill thing that from all the uh the, the suction cups whatever <laughs> the octopus but he was also blood dry and he has this thing in his neck and like well what is did like do octopuses do that i don't know yeah. it's just a it's just a whole lot of nothing and it's not a vampire so i don't know dean asked if it's an octo vamp or a vampopus with both of which are uh the title of my sex tape so just in case anybody's yep. out there looking right. <laughs> so part one or part, yep. two. <laughs> part one, part two um they decide to interview the widow which uh you know that classic supernatural scene where they this go is, harass yeah, talking to a morning woman. a morning widow that's what i'm talking about that's my classic these are my hunks right here yes harassing Greeting women, and I mm. love that they use the same exact phrases. They ask their weird questions. Do you smell sulfur? Do you have flickering lights? And just the lady spots. Mm-hmm. is, of course, like, why the fuck are you asking me this? And Dean just says, we're just ticking all the boxes. That's a, a phrase, that specific sentence is what they use all the time. And I appreciate that. This is the first time that I've really like picked up on the fact that it's the same phrase. They ask, of course, the exact same questions in the exact same way. They have a routine about all this. Uh, and it's like, on one hand, it's like, yeah, that's kind of boring writing. But on the other hand, it's like, of course, that's what they would do. They yeah. have their routine shit that they ask. And they say it with such a practice kind of um, comfort that it's, oh, I would imagine like that kind of casual, like, oh, it's just something that we're doing, like, is, is meant to relax the person that they're interviewing. Like, oh, this person has done this yeah. a thousand times and they're bored with it. Um, so I, it, I shouldn't be nervous about it. Um, right. basically she doesn't know anything though, but she, uh, she says like, you should go talk to the nanny because the nanny was here the night that he died. Um, which is a, a little, like she kind of, she kind of says in a way that implies like maybe there was some boning going down. Uh, and yeah. then there's this weird scene where Sam and Dean leave out of the front door. Sam turns around and like very earnestly is like, thank you for your time. Widow person that I've definitely harassed yeah. today. Uh, and yeah. then they walk out and the camera pans up to this little girl standing on the landing of the stairs and goes back to the mom and the mom looks terrified. And this is, this is one of my, this is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to call out some problems with this episode, but this is one of it. Cause like this doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Like the, the no. kid just like, they, they make, make it seem like the little girl killed, killed her, dad, her dad and like Absolutely. the mom knows about it and she's trying to like cover it up. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like basically what like the little girl's like saying, oh, a monster that I drew did it. And maybe the mom is like, I don't want these guys to think that my daughter is crazy. So I'm just gonna shush her and hide her it's just like it's so suspicious and and it it doesn't need to be she's so creepy about it and i guess it's like a red herring for the audience but it's like 
I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't mind the red herring, but uh, like I like red herrings to be, you know, to arrive from the plot itself or from the characters itself, not from the camera slowly panning to what is like that's a very like days of our lives kind of move just like slowly yeah, moving a yeah. camera or excuse me Madimar kind of move where the camera pans over and just zooms into somebody's face and, and to imply that they're the villain thank um, you for a reference that i can understand <laughs> i wanted to get you uh get you up to date um <laughs> so the, the boys decide to split up uh dean says he's going to take the nanny i don't remember where sam goes because <laughs> i've already forgotten uh he just like hangs out to talk to the young girl i think <laughs> uh there, there's this exchange where when dean says he's going to take the nanny uh sam says i thought you said no hot chicks and dean's like well we don't know that she's hot and then it crash crash cuts to uh the the nanny who is a very attractive young woman like it just instantly makes like a joke out of that whole yeah. thing yeah um, um she says the nanny says that the night of you know there wasn't anything going on between her and the the girl's father uh she was basically just like staying up, hanging out with the girl um, because it was her birthday and they had had a party at Plucky's, this like local kind of like Chuck E. Cheese type place. Uh, She calls it a pizza chain for lazy parents. Um, This girl's parents were basically like absent. You know, they took care of her, quote unquote, but they weren't really there for her. Like her dad showed up for like an hour at a birthday party and then he left. And so Stacy, the uh, babysitter, uh, the nanny, she was just kind of hanging out with the girl like, that night to take care of her when this thing happened. Yeah. Um, Chuck E. Cheese, by the way, I'm sure you know this. I'm sure all the internet knows this, but it never fails to amuse me. Right. Like that, 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 that rat's full name. Oh yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Charles E. Cheese. Is that what it is? You don't, you don't know the middle initial. I'm so glad I get to share (laughs) this with you. I, I think I do, but is it, is it? No, hold on. It's not entertainment, is it? It is entertainment. Thank you, Chris. I'm so glad that you're here for me. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes me wish that uh, people shipped uh, Chuck E. Cheese with like Dean Winchester, because then we could get some really cool ship names like, you know, Dentertainment or Wintertainment, even. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) Charles Entertainment Winchester. (laughs) Speaking of uh, (laughs) Entertainment Winchester, uh, Sam is still skulking around the house of this grieving woman, and he goes up to talk to the young girl um, who is like drawing in chalk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's skulking. Uh, She's drawing in chalk. Um, uh, Also, I just noticed like his hair is so long in this scene, and I'm like, there's no fucking way that you're fed enough. Um, But she's she's out there drawn in the chalk and sam comes up and he talks to her which i guess would be creepy if he wasn't masquerading as a fed i mean it's definitely creepy but like maybe on the surface it's less creepy anyway um she says that she's not supposed to talk to sam because of what she told the police um she said that she tried to warn her dad that the monster would get him Mm -hmm. um so i guess it's this kind of crazy shit talk that the mom doesn't like because she comes back out and she's like, don't you fucking talk to the police officer. You come back in here immediately. Um, well, and then the she we- slams the door. The weird thing is she doesn't say that. She just calls the the girl's name, scoops her up and like brings yeah. her into the house and then like looks at Sam. And I'm like, okay, so number yeah. one, that's a police officer. And what you did mm-hmm. right there is very suspicious behavior. But like number mm-hmm. two, if you were actually mad about a police officer talking to your child without your permission, which you fucking should be like, you should yell at them. You should go like, give me your badge number. Like I'm going to call and report you. You should, just like sneak back into your house like you're a goddamn criminal what are you doing yeah. woman yeah everything she did was very suspicious one could say very octopus like <laughs> <Very octopus>. uh, 
<laughs> I think we have a secret plot here. That ain't octopus behavior, son. She, when she reaches back to close the door behind them, it's just one long tendril <laughs> pulling the door shut. Uh, Sam suddenly sees eight hands grab the door. Sam all of a sudden has to uh, just has to adjust himself a little bit because he's getting a little excited. A little excited. Is that a woman with tentacles, or am I just happy to see you? Just one tentacle dragging behind the door as she closes it, but Sam doesn't notice. <laughs> I wish that that's what this was. I wish that it was a mom a red that was also an octopus. Absolutely, but it's just one literal octo mom with all these tentacles, and she's actually not responsible for what happened. But she's still trying to keep her identity secret. Hundred percent. This would be. This is it's actually. The B, it's the B plot. There's some really funny things that happened in this episode, and I'm, I'm I'm really glad to be covering it. But I wish it was just that. I wish it was just <laughs> just octopus mom, and we just had to go through our whole thing. <laughs> It was a shape-shifting accident gone wrong. Like, she fell into a vat of, like, green goo and they came out an octopus or something. Whatever the the justification is. But because it's supernatural, they can can never show, like, an actual monster. Because it's supernatural, it's it's a wizard did it, is the solution to to this week's problem. (laughs) A wizard did it, but we only ever see tentacles just being, like, dragged through a door. Like, being pulled (laughs) behind. That's all we are. All glimpses. Just the eight of them on the door closing it. I've stuck on this too much. So Sam sees a drawing of an octopus in chalk, and he's like, oh, shit, that's the thing that killed her dad. That's what Sam sounds like now. Then we get to um, another kill scene with a man being chased through the woods by a a white horse. He, Mm -hmm. He jumps over a fence. And he um, like kind of listens for the horse to, to come closer. He doesn't hear anything, so he kind of leans back against this uh, this board that is attached to this chain link fence. And he's relaxing. He's, oh, oh man, I'm just I've been worn out. When all of a sudden he is rammed through the chest with a uh, with a giant mm-hmm. horn, mm-hmm. and the camera pans up above the fence, and we see a literal fucking unicorn running away from mm-hmm. the camera, farting rainbows the entire time. Like, you you guys think I'm making mm-hmm. that up? Literally farting rainbows on the screen. That is, that is 100% thing that I can't believe people happens. think this is a bad episode. I mean, it has a unicorn that farts rainbows, Chris. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, how mm-hmm. could it possibly be a bad episode? This is good. We have, we have Octomom and we have a, a murderous unicorn. Uh, unicorn only kills virgins, by the way. This is the, the worst kind of uniform. <laughs> unicorn. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that guy was a dad, but he was definitely also a virgin. Hey, look, you know, father's ba- mother's baby, father's maybe is all I got to say about that. Woo! Uh, um, so, yeah, we get back to the cold open yeah. scene where Sam, he's shooting the clowns. He's getting beat up. He keeps saying, if it bleeds, you can kill it. Um, but it's not working. He's shooting them and nothing is happening, which is weird because later I think it shows him like punching them and that's kind of work. Uh, whatever. Um, but then it's back to 36 hours earlier. Mm-hmm. Um What's his name is on the case? Jack Dean. Bauer. Dean. Dean. Right. Dean Winchester. This is He's investigating the unicorn this is murder. Almost as bad as when I forgot who Sam was last episode. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don Winchester is on the scene. Don. Yeah. Sam and Dane uh, are on the scene. Um, so this victim also had a young son who went to a birthday party at Plucky's. So mm-hmm. you know they're starting to put these two together. Uh, Dean calls Sam and asks him about pluckies and he's like hey do you remember this old uh you know pizza chain whatever and sam is like he's bugging out uh i think he he's great in this scene but he's like yeah uh, you used to uh ditch me there and you'd go trolling for chicks um seems like D- uh, sam's got some some deep-seated trauma related to this place sam really has some deep-seated drama i don't i don't know <laughs> man i don't i don't see that at all our sam no uh <laughs> 
Sam, Sam describes this place as uh, smelling bad, um, or no, smelling like puke, being lame, and that the ice cream was all grainy. Like he hates this place. Yeah. And in the middle yeah. of it, Dean remembers that it was. It's probably because uh, Sam is scared of clowns. Mm-hmm. And uh, and still, Dean says like, "Hey, I got to go investigate this other thing. Why don't you go to Plucky's?" <laughs> Sam is like, well, oh, 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 why don't why don't I go talk to Billy? He's like stuttering and yeah, he's scared. No he's like, and Dean is like, no, <laughs> we're not doing this. To be fair, Dean's way better with kids. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, Sam is just too big to be able to communicate with a child. Like he's just too big. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like kids can't grasp oh, yeah. that, that, that amount of largeness. And yet, yeah, it's hard to see this like atmospheric haziness, this light pollution, so I can't fully see his face. <laughs> um, but. Dean, this is where Dean drops, you know, if it bleeds, you can kill it. Don't be scared of clowns. Yes, like yeah. 99.9% of clowns yeah. are not killer. I do remember, uh, <clears throat> what was the thing that Dean was afraid of? Because uh, the exact exchange, because I'm really glad they repeated it in the um, road so far, was was Dean saying, planes crash, and Sam going, and apparently clowns, clowns kill. kill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really good. Uh, Sam goes in to this Plucky's and this is uh, it's it's an overdone Chuck E. Cheese like this is definitely mm-hmm. from t- the Chuck E. Cheese t- template but um, it, there's way more like garish clowns kind of leering at you all over the place uh, but it's all bright colors it's all craziness he asks for a manager and uh, the manager that comes up is actually like kind of a kind of a chick like she's been in a t- ton of stuff i like her a lot like i was she, gonna say she's definitely a chick what do you mean kind of i see like she's, like she's like an actress like she's done a lot more stuff besides supernatural um <laughs> jesus christ chris i know she's a chick <laughs> i was just saying she was well, she was kind of a, a bigger name for uh supernatural to get um you know how much i like finding all these weird characters that have been on yeah this shows. is true this yeah. is true and you know that i don't watch anything other than anime so i have no idea it's true yeah i guess if uh i guess if Dragulon shows up in an episode of Supernatural. You'll be able to recognize him, of course. Super Saiyan Dragulon. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what that's what SSD stands for. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, while Sam is waiting for the manager, he notices this mom who is basically like kind of being shitty to her kid and being like, "You have to stay here. I'm on shift. You have to stay right here for three more hours. Like, you know, just stay right here." And the kid is obviously not having a great time. Like, poor dude. Probably his mom's probably a single mom, and he just has to sit in this like shittyville place while she until she gets off work i feel bad for this little kid throughout most of this episode yeah 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 he's got a he, he doesn't have a great gig here yeah uh sam also notices a uh wall of children's art which are uh which i guess for whatever reason the plucky's manager has asked these kids to draw their worst fear and notably there are two missing which is the uh the, from the two kids that ha- who, whose parents have died so far so like that there's something yeah. weird going on with the sphere wall uh why don't they why they don't just like pay attention like put a camera on this thing for the rest of the episode solve this pretty quickly i don't know but we're gonna get through a lot of more stuff before we get to figuring yep. out this so. i feel like dean is probably into all that surveillance stuff he's been hanging out with oh, frank yeah. like Absolutely. that's it's like a new interest so it definitely seems like that would be the type of thing that he would say like yeah hey, we're we're pretending to be fed so let's just like put a camera there <laughs> and uh i don't know did we mention that when the the first dad the first victim um that when he when we found out he went to plucky's that he kind of like that his kid went to Plucky's, but the dad didn't show up and neither did the mom. Like they were being kind of shitty parents to the kid. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And now when Sam talks to this manager and finds out that Billy's dad, while he showed up to the party, he was also really, really shitty to Billy. Like he had a full on freak out and like a parental meg, like a douchebag moment, I think is how Sam describes it Mm -hmm, later. mm -hmm. So something with bad parents and, and children's fears are are going on in this episode. And with, eight tentacles um 
so 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 Sam looks over and he sees the janitor is trying to like get his attention. Uh, he tells Sam he's got something to tell him uh, and to to come back after dark so they can talk when nobody's around. Um, so Sam he he takes some of these pictures. He brings them back to Dean to show him like this is this is probably what we're up against. Um, and realizes, you know, what they drew came to life uh, and killed their dads, except for the one whose mom was just an octopus. Um, but I like that. I like that. Sam at some point is like, so now what? Unicorns are evil. And Dean's response of, yeah, obviously, like without any hesitation in his voice whatsoever. The next scene that is, we see the janitor um, who tries to leave and isn't isn't really able to. The manager says like, hey, but uh, before you leave, somebody puked in the uh, in the ball pit. In the ball pit. Oh. And now it needs a, a full a full sanitation, which like sounds like the worst thing ever. Um, sounds really really gross. So we see him uh, knee deep in this ball pit, using this giant vacuum cleaner to vacuum all these balls up, which seems like a really great way to handle this problem. To be honest with you, uh, mm-hmm. when he gets like grabbed and like pulled under. Uh, yeah. and there's this weird thing where like he comes up and he gets dragged under again and he comes up and he's like thrashing around and he's like obviously trying to escape whatever, whatever thing has a hold of him underneath this ball pit, which can't be more than like two feet, two feet deep. It's, it's very much like the trash compactor scene from star Wars. Uh, except it's not like whatever monster that was. It's I mean, Octomom. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a trash compactor. There's no walls can bring it in. And, uh, there's only one guy in it instead of three. And it's Octomom. And <laughs> where is this comparison? She's going? in there, dude. She's in there with the tentacles. She's trying to get him. You remember that Octomom is an actual person, right? Like we just to make sure. Yes. That we're, okay. <laughs> I know. She's got eight kids. Yeah, yeah, and 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 her own porn tape. So have fun with that. Everybody. Is that is this is that Kate Gosselin? Is that her name? I don't. <laughs> or is that the? Oh, no, that's the other Octomom. This she's John and Kate plus eight. I think she's got eight kids. Octomom's a different mom. See, everybody used to say I looked like Kate Gosselin because I had the same haircut as her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Octomom is um, just a quick Google. Is uh, now I got you. No, I got Shulman, you. So yeah, of course. Mm. But anyway, she's down in the ball pit with those tentacles, just going after this guy. Of course. Um, anybody who hasn't watched this episode, who's tried to just listen to the podcast and be informed, is going to hate this because <laughs> sorry, there is no Octomom. <laughs> who is uh, who is yeah. listening to this podcast to get informed about anything besides you know our weird outtake lives? <laughs> They don't know. I'm sorry I told you about my, my, my toenail, everybody. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets pulled under. Uh, the next scene is Sam and Dean showing up to inspect the body. And um, they they do the thing where Dean like lifts the, uh, the, the sheet off the body, but the viewer can't see anything. And he immediately tells um, Sam that, oh, yeah, that is a shark bite. Um, and that's probably based on the based on the radius of the teeth. That's probably at least twenty feet long. And Sam yeah. is like, "What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about?" Uh, yeah. Which which is great because Dean is just really into Shark Week. Just again, Dean is only educated by cable TV, which I find very charming. He really is. He's just like a whole week of Shark Sam. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But I do like that they have the little exchange of they think the ball washer did it. The, the what? what? The ball washer. The what? <laughs> <laughs> So they decide to go inside, and uh, we get the they get the EMF detectors out and do kind of a full sweep, and um, <clears throat> they don't really see anything. Uh, and yeah. then we we find uh, we get another scene of the mom and the kid from earlier. This time she's pulling up to the to her work, and she's like, "I can't take you, I can't take you home today. You have to take the bus home." And then I don't know why this scene is here. By the way, I guess they just had to flesh out a couple yeah. minutes. Also, yeah, they're just like weaving shit in. It's like they're just taking the like, classic supernatural tropes and shoving them into this. Maybe that's what they were doing on purpose. Maybe they literally are just taking different like supernatural tropes and making them into this 
goofy ass thing. It's a weird. Uh, it's a weird episode, Chris. Because I, I thought I, they hit on a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I was thinking when we started this that I like this episode. Now that we're talking about it, I'm liking it less and less. It makes it less and less inside. sense. <laughs> but it's got like goofy, uh, goofy monsters. It's got uh, like a morning mother, but also like suspicious, like little kid shit. Mm-hmm. It's got Dean bonding with the kid. It's got like some struggling uh, B side characters uh it has like a set locate it's just all these different things that we've seen in like old supernatural episodes all just mashed into one and i'm i it's really stupid but i kind of still like it okay um also also worth noting the janitor was was killed but he he wasn't a parent uh he's the first victim so far that that wasn't a parent so this seems like it was uh he was killed to to shut him up Mm mm-hmm uh, we jump back into the future where Sam is continually getting beat up by these two clowns still. Yep. Uh, he's yep. just, I mean, it's just a, I mean, it's just a fucking, just like he's trying to dodge hits and trying to shoot them and they're just, they're spraying seltzer in his face and fairy dust in them <laughs> and punching him in the face. Like it's, it's just, they're just humiliating this dude. They're just humiliating yeah. this dude, and uh, and not in that good, fun, sexy way that he likes to be humiliated by demons. This is That's the weird, right. This is the weird clown way that he does not like. Yeah. Um, so now we're four and a half hours before that, and Sam and Dean are in the hotel room. Notably, <laughs> we're four and a half hours into this episode. <laughs> notably, Dean is drinking coffee, which I very much like to see. Like he's just having a just a morning uh, show. He's not he's not drinking any booze. Um, they decide, I don't know if he drinks at all in this episode. Does he? Think, well, I'm sure they drink. I don't even. I'm sure they have a beer because these guys are maniacs. Uh, they come up with this weird plan, or Sam comes up with this plan and kind of shoves it into Dean's face of Sam is going to go in and play bad cop with the manager to try to like force a confession or like try to get information. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's a very, I don't know. Like Dean's like, what am I going to do? And he's like, you just hang back. You just sit around. He's like, yeah, I'll just sit around in a yeah. children's birthday for no, like I'm a 30 year old man just sitting here for yeah. no reason. Basically, Sam wants to go in and grill everybody individually, and then after he grills them, he wants Dean to like watch and see how they react to see if they like go turn into a fucking octopus somewhere or like they go tell somebody about something. You know, um, they it's 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 a double brother move. It's just kind of like a soft double brother move. It's a soft double brother move, and also uh, it's it's one of these things where like we're gonna see him see Sam in his bad cop glory where he's doing just the hammiest fucking job. I assume yeah. on purpose. Like it has to be it. Cause it's, it's oh, yeah. so bad. Oh, yeah. It has to be on purpose. I love it. I think it's all supposed oh. to be funny. Cause I was laughing at a lot of it. Cause he's just like slamming and like, cause he's talking to these, like to, in comparison to Sam Winchester, they're just like little people. Like they're way smaller than him. They just mm-hmm. work at like, they're just at a random shitty, like pizza chain and he's fucking Sam Winchester. So he's just very serious and extremely hamming it up as bad cop. I thought it was all intentionally bad and I loved it. So like the first time, uh, Sam is continually yelling at her. Um, we cut over to Dean who sees a little girl walking by with this giant slinky and decides I need to have one of those slinkies and goes to try mm-hmm. to buy one where the, the, the little pipsqueak behind the counter handling the, the ticket stuff tells him, no, we don't tip the actual money here. You have to have uh, like plucky bucks or whatever tickets. tickets. Yeah. So you can only, and you only win those by playing the games. Um, we go back over to Sam who finds out that the manager just got a promotion and, uh, basically just kind of scares her a little bit and she she walks out and dean clears her right like dean just basically uh or no he follows oh, yeah her. She, she, she follows her she just goes outside and she's like lights up a joint he's like all right joint. okay well that's that's probably not it high, i think he says high times is not our girl 
Uh, meanwhile, yeah. he is he is just at the ski ball machine, just trying to win a bunch of tickets and winning like four at a time, and he needs yeah. way more tickets than that. You know, he would be really useful um, at winning a bunch of tickets at ski ball. You, Octobomb, Chris, I set you up for that. She has eight. Ah! <laughs> Octobomb. <laughs> I thought she would go right for that. She's I mean, that got eight a, arms. <laughs> she really could play all the lanes at once. <laughs> she could just dominate. I mean, just have multiple. I mean, like eight times the tickets. But that's her thing. Else. She she doesn't want anyone to see her, so she has to come back after dark, and that's why she had to kill the janitor because she was there after dark trying to win all the tickets. This janitor was trying to keep keep her from all those sweet sweet tickets. Yeah, um, he's oh damn it. So uh, as Dean comes in, he sees this our, our friendly neighborhood kid who's been stuck at this uh, at this pluckies trying to stop a dude from cheating at ski ball. There's this like kind of mm-hmm. weird looking redheaded kid um, who has climbed up to the top of the ski ball thing and is just throwing the ball directly into the 100 slot. And uh, the kid does not move when Tyler, who was the the little dude, tells him to move. But when Dean shows up and and, and, and basically threatens this kid, the kid runs away because <laughs> Dean is a grown ass man. <laughs> Threatening kids at a Chuck E. Cheese. Jesus Christ. Low point of Dean Winchester, and he just got finished fucking a monster and killing his daughter. (laughs) This is a low point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyler and and Dean bond, um, which is is kind of nice. Uh, Tyler says, like, the pizza tastes like butt. Dean absolutely confirms that it tastes like butt. And then uh, Dean like tells him like, "Hey, you should go. You should be nicer to your mom. She's going through a hard time. Like I've been through this kind of stuff. Like Dean, stop lecturing little kids. Like, do you remember the last time this happened? You you ended up having to erase both of the kids' brain and the kids' mom's brain. You had an angel erase both of their mm-hmm. brains the last time you tried to have a kid stick up for himself. I'm just saying. Let's not forget that yeah. they erased uh, their brains. <laughs> I know that we just said that Dean is better with kids, but at this point, his track record with them is worse." <laughs> Sam is definitely just winning on percentage by not communicating with them whatsoever. By not, he's just like, you know what? I think I'm gonna hang back. You know, Sam jumped in that swimming pool in season two in that haunted hotel mm-hmm. or inn or mm-hmm. whatever. He saved that little girl from drowning. So like, that's he got points right there. Yeah, he's got all the um, points. Uh, so uh, he also noticed the kid drawing, and he's drawing like a giant robot monster with laser beams for eyes, uh, which is and Dean is like, please cool. relax. I don't want to have to hunt that. We, meanwhile, we go back to Sam, who is interviewing a uh, a full on lion, or at least a dude in a lion suit. <laughs> he also he we skip past the part where he interviewed um, the dude who wouldn't sell Dean a slinky. He's just like this wacky dude who's like really embraced being an employee employee of Plucky's. He's got like you know the striped uh, vest on. He's just he's fully into the whole Plucky scene. Uh, Sam just kind of yells at him, tells him to be quiet, and slams his hand down. That's kind of all we see of that. <laughs> and it. now, yeah, now he's he's interviewing the uh, this dude in in the lion mascot costume. <laughs> First, he starts interviewing him, but the dude still has the mask on. He's like, "Take that off!" Yeah, take the head off. Uh, the dude is obviously nervous about something. So when Sam applies the pressure, this dude bolts and um, runs out past Dean. Dean gives chase. Sam gives chase. So both Sam and Dean are now chasing this guy in a, a lion suit without the head on, to the outside of this building. Eventually, uh, Dean c- catches up, grabs the tail, which I thought was a pr- pretty smart move until realizing that the tail is just Velcroed on. So that just popped right back off. That's no, t- yeah. Tail is not, I just, not a real tail, Dean. It does not exist. <laughs> this I've, tail is not real. I love this scene so much because it's like the ultimate, like, super obvious stuntman tackle where it's like a different guy (laughs) a different guy just jumps and and grabs 
the, the the mascot and then they just like tumble over like a bunch of tires and they slam into the ground thank, and then it's like cuts back like oh okay it was dean thank god for that stack of tires outside of the plucky i just that's <laughs> that's what makes me think that this is almost a parody of supernatural like this episode is like uh, it's either genius or it's really really stupid and i don't know which because i, mean, I liked it so much but it's like it everything it does is so stupid but it's like the show is never this this stupid it i think it's doing it on purpose it's run it's written by uh andrew dab and daniel laughlin who have written extremely great episodes of supernatural and written a lot of them up to this point so to me mm-hmm. this is definitely more of a parody of normal supernatural episodes than like just being terrible right and i, and I can kind of accept it on its own at its face value at that point like i don't i don't necessarily want to or need to dig any deeper than just it being a parody right right it just really does like when you think about all the different types of things we're seeing in this even this like ridiculous stuntman tackle it's like it's all just really really silly um and on it on its surface it's maybe just a, a a bad comedy episode where sam is afraid of clowns but the rest of the stuff i don't know the more i talk about it i feel like it's falling apart but it's also building up to something else in my head yeah it's uh like the plot again does not make a whole lot of sense here like it just we've no. had, we have spooky kids we have octo moms and we have we have fear walls like everything is just all over the place uh the, the lion dude after he after dean tackles him and he gets up um basically is like hey if you're here for that you know for that meth lab that blew up i have nothing to do with that my, my twin brother <laughs> that was just, my brother my twin brother we just the has the same fingerprints that i do which is really great um <laughs> I uh I, I like this a lot because uh, he starts talking and he's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, we used to sneak in all the time because man, have you ever have you ever shroomed in a ball pit? <laughs> and, like they look at him and he's like, and he's like, not that I have either. I've definitely never shroomed in a ball pit. Uh, yeah, I cannot imagine shrooming in a ball pit is very fun. I just want to say that on a podcast. No. I just can't imagine no. like, the 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 large, especially because I've never seen a ball pit that wasn't surrounded with like weird multi you know multi-fluorescent colored statues of just mascots and hamburger thieves <laughs> like i don't it's not a good place if you'd you freak were, the fuck out yeah yeah you'd run ter- terrified out of there um but he also is like regardless of any of that they you know they'd stay late whether they're tripping or not uh and they would hear a lot of weird spooky stuff um it would be coming up through the vents and in the boiler room like something weird was going on down there and it definitely wasn't just the drugs uh so they're not they're not the fucking they're not a bunch of narcs so sam yeah. and dean let this guy go they're not um, the DEA, and it's right no and it's back to uh back to the the kid who who was his name tyler or something like that yep uh he's complaining to his mom that somebody stole his drawing that he was working on of the giant robot mm-hmm. um so dean immediately is like oh shit like his mom is next on the list um and that's when he decides to i guess i I think i missed a piece here i was taking a note uh because then it's just dean investigating the basement right yeah so uh notably tyler in in this conversation with his mom he he, even though his mom is like snapping at him and being kind of a being kind of being kind of mean to him uh he sees dean watching him and and he's like oh well that's okay mom don't worry about it like we can worry about that later like trying to be nice to his mom which is is really cute um dean sends sam to go warn the family that a giant monster with robot with laser eyes might might be after him <laughs> so yeah. sam goes to try to save yeah, the, also save the people while dean stays <laughs> while dean stays, stays to, to go hunt, hunt the thing. thing yeah um so dean goes down and he uh the first thing that he oh no no uh yeah so dean goes and finds this altar 
very wizard looking altar with a bunch mm-hmm. of like uh, kids. Another supernatural it. trope. Yep. And uh, our friendly neighborhood slinky salesman gets the drop on Dean and holds a gun on him. So uh, we finally found out who is responsible for this. Yes. Um, Yet another trope that's like the unsuspecting kind of like geeky guy in the background who's secretly like doing twisted magic because he cares so much about the children. And he's got some like sob story about his brother dying, like all of this stuff. Even the brother showing up in a few minutes is like very, very supernatural. Yeah, this is uh, this is a really weird scene because this this dude does have, like you said, the sob story about his brother, but he also like has to steal something from the parent and also steal the kid's drawing so that he could burn it in this altar. With like, he's got like some weird mystical book on the shelf. Like it's just it's just full of like wizard shit that says, doesn't make a whole yeah. lot of sense. But it's just um, supernatural mumbo jumbo. We do find out that he has sent some clowns after after Sam, and we go. Uh, we basically go and it says right for good now. And we see the clowns beating the shit out of Sam some more like for our yeah. like fourth yeah. time of seeing Sam get the mm-hmm. shit beat out of him by clowns. Very good. Yeah. Um, and again, this is another one of those situations, supernatural things where somebody has to burn a thing while the other one is like fighting off a ghost or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, Dean pretty quickly puts this together. Like he notices that there's some, um, there's some plucky miniatures that this dude has been like act like slavishly painting as if they were like Warhammer figurines or something. Um, and he also sees some art on the wall because you know, this dude, he's, he lost his brother at a young age in a drowning incident. And, uh, so he just drew that and hung it on the wall at his workplace in the basement. And just so he could look at it all the time. Very normal thing to do. Very completely Um, normal thing to do. yeah. Yeah. And he's he's having these kids' parents killed because he blames his own parents for letting his brother die. Very healthy, very normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just some sort of necromantic wizard, but this is all very cool, very fine. Uh, he stole, I think, Sam's like business card or something, mm-hmm. and uh, he t- took a picture of clowns because there's power and fear, and he knows that Sam has been walking around here totally afraid of all these clowns. So he burns all that stuff together. He's that's what sent the clowns after him. Um. But uh, but Dean is able to to grab the robot giant robot that he was about to burn. He snatches that up, and then he burns a bunch of uh, what Howard's shit. That's his, this guy's name is Howard. Uh, I'm glad you wrote he that. He burns <laughs> he burns his shit, and and one of his fears, and the the ghost of his drowned brother shows up to uh, to drown him. And the ghost like just touches him, and then the dude starts immediately like drown. Water starts coming out of his yeah. throat, and uh, and he yeah. dies. He turns into an octopus. Um, we go back to the fight scene where Sam finally lands a punch on this clown and it literally knocks a tooth out with this weird, like CGI yeah. 3d. Like I, I thought that the screen, I thought that the, the I thought it was going to pause and tell me to put on my 3d glasses at this point. Like the old TV shows used to do. Uh, They're just doing wacky supernatural just shit, man. Doing wacky stuff, man. Uh, apparently killing this dude though. Uh, he, when he dies, just, the clowns just explode and this like huge mess of fairy dust and, and confetti and glitter and cover Sam head to toe. Uh, ironically, I don't know if you know this, Chris, uh, it's Sam Winchester's birthday of the day we're recording this. The first of May or the second of May, Interesting. third of May. What fucking day is it? Today is the May 2nd, May 2nd. So, uh, I, the is only that Sam Winchester's birthday. I, I guess like I just saw uh, Niz retweeting something, but it was actually a gif of him like completely coated in glitter. And so I thought that was kind of ironic <laughs> that we were going to record it on this episode. So I retweeted that yeah, from the monster yeah. account. Um, let uh, me tell you more about my Twitter stuff. Do you want to, do you want to get into it? <laughs> I can talk about my minchies. 
oh, those menchies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Sam shows back up. He's mm-hmm. covered in, in in glitter. And this is if you, as a supernatural fan, I don't know how this scene cannot put a smile on your face. When we see Dean just dying of laughter, he is laughing his ass off, and it's the most genuine laugh we've ever seen out of Dean Winchester. I think that's because I think again, this said that that was just Jensen actually laughing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's it's very hearty, genuine laughter, and it was like nice to see Dean laugh like that. Um, but then right on top of that, he, you know, jovially apologizes for psychologically scarring Sam. <laughs> Sam just goes, which time? Um, <laughs> oh, but, so he, you know, he feels bad. He's like, sorry that I, you know, I ditched you at these places to go troll for chicks or whatever. Um, and <laughs> Sam was like, no, dude, it's cool. Uh, getting my ass kicked by those jugglos tonight was therapeutic. <laughs> Extremely great line. I wrote that one down myself. Um, and, and, and a a nice turn of events, Sam got Dean a present and got Dean a giant slinky, just like he wanted. He stole that giant slinky and Sam is, or Dean is like, uh, you want it? And Sam says, we earned it. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact that like, they would just take the stuff that they want to out of these places after they say, (laughs) Chris, can I ask you a few questions here? Just while we're, while we're talking about this. Um, so they didn't take the book, presumably. I mean, I guess they could yeah, have stashed it in the car, but like the mystical book is still downstairs along with the altar. That dude is just dead from drowning yeah, at the bottom of a, of a for basement, sure. which seems like something yep. you would want to clean up because that seems like something that another hunter would come and look for at some point. Like, oh, a guy drowned yeah. in a basement and there's no water around. Maybe I should go investigate that. To, that's something you got to think about. The way that these boys deal with the case, it's how do other hunters not just catch on and be like, well, we don't know that anything ended because hunters don't like generally want to like leave a trail behind so i don't know anyway yes continue i mean i just uh, that's what i wanted to get into is just like the the aftermath of some of these events that they, that we see you know just literally leaving dead bodies in the in the basement of a children's birthday party <laughs> like i mean not to not to keep making extreme excuses for it but th- that is a very supernatural trope right it there is, it is a very supernatural thing to do I, I agree uh what a what a weird fucking episode at the very end after we're being presented with his new slinky uh dean says oh i've got a present for you too and throws a uh, plucky clown doll at, at sam yeah. Yeah. who uh who finds out that maybe getting punched by those juggalos wasn't as therapeutic as he, as he thought they were because yeah because yeah, he tosses that shit out the window and then as they as they drive off the the clown like they, we, the camera stays. The Impala drive, not the Impala, but the random muscle car they're in drives away from the camera, and the camera pans down. So we see the clown doll that Sam has thrown out the window, and it starts like cackling, like it's a fucking Chucky doll. And I'm like, what is the supernatural? Is, is the doll haunted? What? What is, what is this episode? It makes no fucking sense. It's a parody. It's got to be the answer. Otherwise, it is as bad as people say it is. Man, it's a it's a weird episode of Supernatural. Going through it, like as I watched it, because uh, I think I texted you a couple of times too, and it's like I'm really enjoying this. This is a fun episode of Supernatural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but talking about it through with you, Chris, it's just a fucking weird episode. It is for sure a weird episode, and um, I would love to hear what people have to say if they think that it's bad, or if they think it's funny, or if they do think that it's an active parody of the show itself. Because that's not a thought that ever occurred to me until we started 
deconstructing it here and being like, oh, wow, this is stupid. Wow, that doesn't make sense. And then it just all clicked. And suddenly now I'm, I've got it in my head that they did it all on purpose. Yeah, if you, if you know the answer to this question, if you, if you, if you, if you know what we're talking about, then um, hit us up at MOTWCast on Twitter or you can send us an email at monsteroftheweekpodcast at gmail.com and, and let us know what you think. I'm, I'm extremely interested in what, what you guys are, are thinking about here because, man, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know what this episode <laughs> is. I looked at the um, the the preview for next week's episode just because I was kind of uh-huh. curious what it is, and I have no memory of it whatsoever. So I'm, I think that one's going to be pretty pretty generic, but I'm kind of exci- pretty excited to get into it, I guess. <laughs> uh, I I'm feeling the generic hunts right now because none of them have been too bad, you know. Um, I mentioned earlier we ha- we have our throwaway Kronos thing, but like that's mm-hmm. we're used to that kind of thing at this point. Um, it's I'm just having fun because I think part of that stems from the fact that I again I don't fully care about the Leviathans, um, but I'm here for them enough, and I'm also okay with them just sort of like doing stuff until they get a lead on Dick, and then they can you know complete out the Leviathan thing. Yeah, yeah, and we're um, this is episode 14. And there's 23 in this season, I think. So we're like we're mm-hmm. we're getting kind of close to some end game stuff. So that'll be pretty exciting. Yeah. Um. But hey, in the meantime, thank you everybody for listening. It means so much to us. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thank you everybody that donates to our Patreon at patreon.com slash monster of the week. That's really nice of you. Thank you every single one of you that has left an iTunes review or a rating. We very much appreciated it. Even you bastard that left a one star rating. I don't know why you did yeah. that. That seems weird. Um, it's very cruel. <laughs> but we appreciate all the other ones. And if you haven't done any of those things, uh, you, you should do them. And if you can't, that's fine too. We don't, we don't mind. Just keep listening to the podcast. Right. is all we care about. Chris, where are you at on Twitter? I am at local bones on Twitter. And I am at JG Greer. I mentioned earlier, you can find the podcast at MOTW cast. All of those links are at monster of the which is our website that has links to everything, including some, uh, by the time this comes out, we're going to have some new merch up. I've got a new idea for a thing. Um, so you'll see if you go to monster hit that t-shirts link or merch link. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to get some, some new stuff from us. It's very cool. So yes, yes, yes. Um, without further ado, we'll, uh, that's not a thing that you say. I'm just going to cut that out. Without further ado. That's just a weird thing to, to have said. Uh, Chris, Hey, thank you, man, for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, having me, Jeremy and watch out for Octomom. Watch out for Octomom, everybody. We'll be back next week. for Octomom. <laughs> I just got the image in my head of of like Sam like he's going up to talk to the little girl and then um, the mom is like come here come back in and she's like you know closing the door looking out all suspiciously Sam turns around to walk back to his car and then there's just the mom's face is still there but then the eight tentacle arms come around and close the door behind her. <laughs> I, I just I had one as you were telling me about that one where did, Sam uh, the camera's behind Sam and he walks up to a woman and he leans down and he starts, you know, kissing her softly. He has to lean pretty far down. So at one by one, like sure. you see, you see one hand go over, over that shoulder, 
from the from the girl. You see the other hand come up around that waist, and then just one by one tentacles start coming out from each angle and just wrapping them all over that that hunky body of Sam. <laughs> I just I want these all illustrated. I want Octomom and Sam Winchester illustrated. We need to we need to commission uh, our, our buddy Wayne to do to do some illustrations for us like this because we have to bring we <laughs> put this to, thing on a fucking t shirt. We have to bring these things to life. I am into it. Yes. Oh, okay. I should stop recording now, huh? Sure. Yeah, that works. And that turned out to be a pretty damn funny episode. It did, man. Octomom is a good story. I love it. <laughs> I know there's like the the game Octodad, but uh, that's kind of what I was going off. Let me read you this next episode description and see if you know anything about it. Okay. It's Repo Man. Double Trouble. Four years ago, Sam and Dean helped a young woman named Nora exercise a demon that was systematically killing women in a small town. They managed to save the poultry worker, Jeffrey, while vanquishing the demon, but now it seems the black-eyed monster has reared its ugly head and returned for a second helping. The brothers visit Jeffrey, who has been locked in a psych ward since the incident, to see if he can remember any of the demon's plans while he was possessed. I think I remember that they put the boys in their old jackets because they do a flashback. And I just that's that if this is what I'm thinking it is that is the that's the only thing I remember about it. The cold open is young Sam and Dean, but it's like still like the the actors are the same age. But Sam is wearing that like tan beige jacket, and I think Dean has like a different version of that brown leather jacket, and that's supposed to indicate that they're young. I think Dean maybe has the necklace still, um, but that's literally all I remember from this. Jess recommended it to me. I was like, is this gonna it's gonna go someplace? Like what what am I listening to here? Uh it's no S Town, but it definitely got me hooked after a certain point where I was like, I just gotta finish this whole thing. How long are the episodes? Like an hour? Um, less than an hour. Oh, nice. That's easy then. That's a pretty easy listen. Yeah. Um I just finished it a few minutes ago on my way home, so it was good. What was it called again? Dirty John? Dirty John. It's like a, you know, true crime thing. Um uh, basically, this woman married a con man, and it's like interviewing her family and stuff about it. Cool. I will. And uh, it goes. It escalates from there. <laughs> I am going to subscribe and download. I texted my sister about it. I was like, "Get yeah, to listen to this," and she was like, "Yeah, I listened to that like four months ago." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, jeez, Chris, I'm late to the party." <laughs> get with the fucking times already. What's wrong with you? Yeah, she's like, "Wake up, sheeple." <laughs> Is this the big hand sister? <laughs> no, it's the other one. <laughs> there's going to be a real awkward moment one day. I think I may have even made this goof, but there's going to be an awkward moment one day when I'm going to meet your sister. I'm going to be like, oh, it's the big hand sister. <laughs> and she's going to say, excuse me. And I'm going to say, like, just ask Chris about it. He'll tell you later. Just ask. She's going to be like, is this about my thumbs? Because I think I've probably told you this before. When we were kids, I would always make fun of her for having huge thumbs, which they weren't very big. But she was such a skinny person with like regular sized person thumbs. Mm-hmm. And she's grown into them, but I still sometimes will make fun of her thumbs. Just weird shit that kids think about. Like, imagine even noticing another person's thumbs <laughs> in, um, in 2018. <laughs> there was there was somebody that um, there was a celebrity. There was some woman celebrity that uh, was like famously beautiful, but had weird thumbs, and people would fuck with her about her thumbs all the time. 
And I always thought that was damn. Like, she an actress and, and she, she got, got thumbs. I just thought that was the weirdest goddamn thing. Like, oh yeah, she's she's gorgeous and she's amazing and she she's really really talented. And uh, but you know, her thumbs are a little too fucked up for my taste. Like, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, dudes. You you, you, you there's this uh, ugh. there's this band called Pissed Jeans of all people. They're like mm-hmm. a like a kind of grungy punk band or whatever mm-hmm. and it took me a long time to realize that like all their songs were super tongue-in-cheek and they're actually like really uh feminist and uh they have a song called it's her it's her knees and it's like describing like the perfect woman like beautiful intelligent just kind but she's got weird knees so i can't love her and it's just it's i was like man that's kind of shitty i'm like oh no he's making fun of men not uh because we have these ridiculous things that we put on women are you uh are you familiar with the term uh butterface? Does you ever come across that that old chestnut? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, just in case anybody out there is not familiar with it, it's like what shitty dudes do when they refer to a woman. It's like, oh yeah, she's got a good body, but you know, butterface as a you know that's that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, so I'm talking with this old dude named Willard, and uh, Willard is kind of a, a cranky old drunk that lives uh, a few doors down. From <laughs> and Willard's my, got a butterface. <laughs> lives a few da- doors down from my dad's camp. Body uh, total ten face. <laughs> Just shredded body faces also <laughs> shredded, but in the wrong way. Um, so he's telling me, and you got to realize this dude is like just drunk. Like this dude is like really yeah. drunk and he's, he's kind of slurring, but he's, he's in the midst of the story and he's got like really funny stories that he'll break out. Like one time a monkey chased him and that's a real funny story. He likes to break that one out when he's after a few beers. Um, but he's telling me about this woman that he used to know. And, uh, he he kind of got stuck and he was like, yeah, you know, she had that, that thing on your neck that, that, you know what I'm talking about that thing. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> like, she had like, a, <laughs> she had like a thing that you talk through. Like, like she had her, like her trachea out. So, you know, she has that like kind of mm-hmm. thing. And he's like, no, 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 no. She, she had like a, she, she had a, she had a goozle neck. And I said, a, a what? <laughs> a goozle neck? And he's like, yeah, yeah, she she had a goozle neck. But, you know, that woman was gorgeous. And I was like, are you telling me that she was a real butter goozle? <laughs> <laughs> and I believe I said that. What is a goozle neck? I said, that, I said that out loud and, like, literally everybody died laughing. I thought that was a really great moment. Um did you ever figure out what he actually meant? <laughs> it's just like you know how you know when women age, um, especially if they are out in the sun a whole lot, like they're oh, they're, and their neck starts to become different. Yeah, yeah, like it's just that. I think that's what he was talking about. But I yeah, see. he called it a goozle neck for some reason, and yeah, goozle. It's a real butter goozle over there. Damn, real butter goozle. <laughs> Sam's acting like a real butter goozle this episode. <laughs> I went to the kitchen and I'm like trying to get something out of the cabinet and I like my foot slips and I, I come very close to busting my ass. Whew. Uh, Whew. That's, that's when I looked down and realized that some liquid laundry detergent had been knocked over oh. at some point and is just oh. has luckily it wasn't full. Uh, but it was. This could have been days ago. Autumn's not home. Yeah, Autumn's not home. <laughs> like, I haven't washed clothes in like a year, so who knows when the last time I was ba- <laughs> even back there cooking food. Um, just like just liquid laundry detergent all over the floor, still there as of recording, by the way. Because I, was, I looked at that and I was like, I'm just, I'm just. No. That's going to take a while, and I've got other shit I got to do yeah. before I record. Like I'm still it's, hungry. It's only, it's only going to get cleaner as time goes on. You know, it's just going to soak in. Hundred percent. It's detergent. Uh. So then I'm I'm like going about the house to do like house tours or whatever. And uh, I, 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 you know, sometimes I'm a little clumsy. 
I stub my toe. <laughs> stub, clumsy gamer. I stub stub my pinky toe on my left oh. foot, and I'm like, "Ow, that ow, that sucks. That's that's the worst." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm, so then mm-hmm. I'm like going about like my chores after I stub my toe because it's not like I'm gonna let that stop my day, right? Like I'm not just yeah. Gonna and if you're anything pile. like me. If you're anything like me, then I'm just like, if I step, especially my t- pinky toe, I'm like, well, that toenail's gone. There's no way that that, the pain that I am experiencing is, that's <laughs> so, gone. So I looked down, like I did the thing, I did the visual inspection. It was like, oh yeah, that looks fine. And then like some time goes by and I'll look down again and I'm just bleeding profusely. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow, there's just blood everywhere that ruined this pair of like flip flops that I was wearing. And yeah, I'm not, I'm probably not ruined. I mean, they're just flip flops. Like they can, I can wear they're them. They're just flip flops. <laughs> can't can, ruin them. I can wear them in, with blood on them. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't leave the house with them. Um, <clears throat> I would probably wear bloodstained clothes around the house, like if they had been washed once or twice. Like I don't really give a shit. Yeah, just yeah. my house clothes. Who, a, who gives a fuck? Yeah, right. You know who cares? That's good. I got distracted by some creaking, Uh-oh. and I looked around to see like did my did my cat like sneak up in here again? <laughs> you realized it was your um, bones, <laughs> and I realized that I'd lost my uh, toenail. Uh, my stomach, my chair. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I think it's just like the room reacting to the heat. It's expanding. <laughs> it's so fucking hot. Yeah. It's just expanding. I'm in like normally. I I got a button up shirt on. Actually, you know what? I just realized that that sound was totally the chair that I'm sitting in. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, but I'm I I have usually I'm, I'm a button up shirt. I got socks on and I got jeans because that's just what I wear to work no shoes <laughs> but today i am in a in a t-shirt and shorts because that's the kind of weather that we're dealing with my friend that's what i'm wearing that's pretty much what i wear every day though like you're not gonna catch me outside yeah, but you live shorts. in like a hot place that's true i do i do live in a hot place i'm actually i've always been kind of envious of living in like a, places that have actual weather because like the idea of wearing layers mm-hmm. is pretty interesting to me like that seems like it'd be a fun change like i haven't done that in oh when you get your years. gear on yeah and you're like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. looking good yeah like but to, i can't like stand to go outside anything more than you know basically just a just a g-string mostly that's pretty much what just i wear a, right <laughs> just right it's mm-hmm. a it's a jg string when you wear it though it's a g- Thanks for catching up on that one. I'm not responding to that. I'm 100% not responding to that. <laughs> I don't think I have any bants. My work day today was really, really, really slow. I listened to a whole podcast. What? And that was it. That's, um, oh, you listened to that one podcast that we had already talked about. Yeah. Yeah. As previously mentioned in, in this set of outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> this is this Wednesday energy that we got, man. Like we were trying to get figure out what our what our what our daily energy is like, trying to do a compare and contrast. Yeah, yeah. and this the energy is not bad. It's just a little slow. I mean, you're injured. You're severely injured. I'm. I'm surprised I, you're not at the hospital right now. I should be at the hospital. I'm still bleeding on the floor. Just just to let you know. If oh, you no, want to wait, that's just liquid detergent. <laughs> Never. Oh, mind. that's just liquid. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> if you want to call for an ambulance, maybe with like in like 45 minutes. By the time they get to you, we'll be done with the cast. You'll be ready to go. Yeah, yeah, that should be fine. You'll be. We'll be done with this cast. You'll be ready to put on a cast uh, on your injured toe. <laughs> Have you ever worn a cast? No, I don't think I have. No, I haven't. I um, 
I came very close when I got, uh, I think I've told you I've gotten run over by a truck before, so I'm not going to go to that story. Yep. Uh, but just, just breeze right past that. Yeah. See past outtakes, everybody. I don't, I don't know where they are. Uh, but the doctor told me if I hadn't been, um, I don't remember cause it's been a while now. I don't remember if it was if my bones had been more fused or less fused cause I was like 16 that uh, uh-huh. I would have had to wear a, not just a cast on one leg. But a, a full cast on both legs, despite one leg already being they would have broken. They would have had to put you down. I would have, dude. I would have fucking died. I can't imagine. I mean, not it's not that serious, but like, what do you? How do you poop in a cast? Like, I don't, I don't understand that that action at all. Like, because he was like from well, the waist down. Like, where do I? Do, what am I doing with all my waist? What, where's all my waist yeah, going? I imagine. Yeah. I imagine that they would just like drill a hole and put a colostomy bag. I mean. Oh god damn like that would have been the worst. It was already bad enough to like use a bedpan. Like that was it's like some mm-hmm. of the most like nothing about being sick or and unable to move is is very um dignified. Like none of it is very No. Yeah, no. great. Like it doesn't doesn't make you feel like a person. It just makes you feel like a like a meat sack, like a like an open wound meat sack. Yeah, being like especially like laid up in a hospital bed or something it's Ooh. not not Ooh. pleasant. Not not fun. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sitting on a sneeze right now. Uh oh. Call the light sneeze. Dream, little I dream. It, I think it's gone. Oh no. They say uh, spring every spring every sneeze happened that quickly. Sneezed so. is 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 adds seven years to your life. So is that true? No, not at all. I just made all that. I gotta start saving these puppies up. <laughs> gotta gotta offset this beer and bad diet. <laughs> 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 You've been watching a lot of anime lately? I've been watching a moderate amount of anime lately. What is a moderate amount of anime? I'm just curious. Well, I caught up with that <laughs> DBZ kind of, podcast. The kind of anime that you don't want to tell you. Tell me how much you've watched is what the answer to that yeah. is. <laughs> In like a month, I watched like 50 episodes of Dragon Ball Z. They're 22 minutes each? Yes. That's not bad. To be fair, with that, the thing with with watching a show specifically like Dragon Ball Z, where I'm like, I don't have to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. I can do something else while it's on, and then when it gets to the good parts, that I can can tune in. So that helps me do that. I was watching stuff last night while exercising for like the first time in my fucking life, mm-hmm. which was good. It's just something to kind of have on while I'm moving. Sure. Um. So that helps. But um. I have a hard. I actually do have a hard time sitting down and like watching anime. I have a hard time sitting down watching anything unless it's supernatural. Apparently, um, I'm just bad at like paying attention. Yeah, I mean, same, same here. Like, I get easily distracted and like want to look at my phone or, or something else. Um, mm-hmm. Especially because there's so much happening on Twitter. There's so much. There's so many ads. There's so many fucking ads. Yeah, so many. So many ads. So many mentions. So many minchies. That's all I like to call mentions. <laughs> don't. What you don't like? You don't. You probably don't get a lot of minchies, huh? I I get my fair share of minchies. You don't get a lot of minchies, Chris. Stop, stop lying about your minchies. <laughs> you minchies poser. <laughs> I'm a true minchie. You're not. You're not. You're gonna be. You're subscribing to that minchie service that I got in the mail the other day. Yeah, I'm I'm buying likes. Yep, but only like a thousand because I don't want to look too desperate. <laughs> when uh, I got that email, I was at lunch with my uh, coworkers. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was kind of, I started laughing and they were like, what's up? And I was like, I don't know how to explain this to 
normal people that aren't on the internet all the time (laughs) 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 you guys just like exist like i don't think like they have a facebook but that's probably about it and i was like i don't know like how much people do who aren't on the internet all the time i forget what it's like to be regular Uh, do you i mean at first we got we have to start with memes do you do you understand the concept are you guys caught up (laughs) are you where's what's your meme level at like what's the last meme you saw tell me about your last meme meme yeah they all pronounce the memes I love maymays. <clears throat> I get to put uh, maymays on my tuna salad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's what it's for. Tuna salad mm-hmm. maymays. Yeah, you want to record this podcast? No, not at all. I was just here to to kind of bullshit with you. So, tell me your story, and then we'll do it. That's it. That's all the story that I have. Well, you started to say autumn. Oh, I was just going to mention like autumn has been going crazy with his uh, Avon maymays. <laughs> she she loves that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's for gamers. I tried to um, I gave up because I was tired. But uh, you posted that picture of yourself with the uh, Katamari shirt. Yeah. So, so uh, I got to the point where I had erased your arm tattoo, and I was about to put Patty that one picture of Patty. You know the one. That, <laughs> <laughs> like peek it. You should have put him in my pocket. What I you, was gonna. Come I, was gonna on. I wanted him to be like because I, I black and whited him, and I was wanted him to be put uh, like as your tattoo, like peeking out from under your sleeve. <laughs> but I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got I, like I messed up at, cert- at a certain point. I was gonna have to start all over because the program I use is garbage, and uh, I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm just gonna go to sleep. So I went to sleep. <laughs> I've been reading these um, Expanse novels, mm-hmm. and um, they're they're very good. Did I tell you that I like I got confused, and so I started reading like the sixth book, and there was a, a significant oh yeah jump yeah. in history yeah yeah. So I, I went back to the fifth book, and I'm just like it's getting to the point where everything is ratcheting up the tension, and I'm like I know all these motherfuckers live because <laughs> uh, yeah. none of this really matters to me. I'm not worried. Oh, she got shot. That's cool. It'll be all right later. I know. <laughs> Can't wait to find out how she's gonna be fine. Yeah, I can't wait to find out how you know that that radiation sickness is gonna get cured or or whatever. <laughs> so, are are you ready? Or yep, I'm ready. I've run a road so far. <laughs> is that what you've been doing? Is that why you're a little yeah. distracted just now? Got it. Got, Got it. Nailed it. Nice. Good dude. Good deal. Ten out of ten. So now what? Unicorns are evil and Dean's responsive. Yeah, obviously. Like without any hesitation in his voice whatsoever. Yeah, this is um I I don't Get off Twitter, Jeremy. I, I'm not on Twitter. I just don't know where you are in the episode. <laughs> where did this conversation happen, Chris? <laughs> so he talks to he talks to the janitor and then they head back to yeah, but, um, like the motel or whatever. Oh, is that what happened? Okay, maybe I just, I, mm-hmm. I guess I just forgot to write that part down or something. I have no I have no memory of this, this scene happening because I thought we'd just go right to where the, the janitor is trying to leave and gets killed. So, yeah, that's the next scene is, um, okay, cool. sorry that I accused you of being on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Frantically closes the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reverse of said tweet, is the delete tweet. <laughs> Um, oh no, my menchies are blowing up. Oh, my menchies. What's happening? I got I to gotta stop this podcast. <laughs> I'll have you know, by the way, motherfucker, that somebody added you the other day and you literally stopped recording with me. Like you said, hold on and like went to talk about uh, like some bullshit anime stuff. On, and I had to like tweet at you it about was, it. It was probably important. So don't worry it about it too much. Probably um, important. So next. It was just uh, octopus business. It was just, it was just octopus business. Octop- octopus business. Octopus business. Uh, octopus. <laughs>